thank you both so much for uh, being here to talk about this partnership that, that you're announcing and that you've uh, come together on. President Randall, why don't you talk about what uh, Impact H plus U is, how it got started, and then uh, we can have a conversation on uh, how all this came together. You know, it's actually a fantastic story. Um, I was literally crossing paths with uh, Aaron Sconard from Pluralsight in the hall, and we stopped and started talking about uh, HR issues and workforce issues, particularly in the tech industry in Utah. And he said, you know, we just need to have more diversity. And he mentioned that he had a board member that had a contact uh, with President Fred Frederick at Howard University, and he said, we're going to go back and try to recruit more black students to the tech industry in Utah, but we're afraid we may not be able to retain them. Turns out in our workforce here at the University of Utah, we were thinking about many of the same issues and uh, it, a simple conversation led to why don't we go back together and try to bring out a cohort of individuals that actually might want to come and stay in Utah together. And uh, from there, the relationship started. We took a quick trip to Howard and uh, met with uh, President Frederick on a, on a fall afternoon and uh, he was very, very receptive. President Frederick, what does this uh, partnership and this coming together mean to you? Yeah, well, it's important. Um, since I've been president at Howard, I've been focused on workforce development and uh, you know, getting our students the experiences so that they are ready for the workforce that we want them to join, but also make sure that employers are, are sensitized to what their needs are, what the uh, different type of skill sets they're going to bring, and also um, how they can integrate and actually add uh, to the quality of their businesses. So, you know, th this was a, a perfect venture. Uh, Bonita Stewart is a Howard alum who was, uh, was on the board of Pluralsight, and she made the introduction um, as well. And so once I met uh, President Randall and the group, you know, I felt that uh, we had a similar objective and definitely could do something together. Do you see this as a model that could be replicated with other universities, other uh, presidents? You always hope that when you start something, that'll be the case. Um, but I, I just want to comment a little bit on something that uh, President Frederick mentioned. One of the keys to this partnership was his openness and his willingness to share the culture of Howard University and how that culture could translate into the workforce. Um, in fact, our visit here today with uh, the Dean of the Business School and the Dean of the Medical School has been all about that. How do we shape our program? What types of things should we design into it, or frankly, not design into it, so that students will come here and get um, a very realistic experience of what it's like to work and live in Utah? That honest, frank feedback is probably the most valuable part of this partnership. President Frederick, how would you describe Howard University's culture and what you're trying to institute there, and maybe share some of uh, what, what your conversations have been today about that? Sure. You know, I, I define culture as um, two things, uh, personnel and uh, tolerated behavior. And I would say at Howard, the tolerated behavior is one of excellence. Um, you have, we are providing an opportunity to those who otherwise may not have had an opportunity. And so the students, the faculty, the staff, alum, friends of the university have to have a commitment to excellence. We have to put out the best and the brightest because that's who we believe that, that we're getting. And so when I look at this relationship, um, the first thing that I, I think we had to evaluate was the academic rigor. It's an academic relationship. 
And while all the other things around it, you know, we have to get it right as well, we have to first and foremost get it. And I think University of Utah's programs um, exemplify the excellence that we want to be associated with. And then some of the other things that we've spoken about is that our students want a relationship as well. They want to feel, I would say, treasured, and they want to make sure that they're part of the institution that they're coming into, that they're not just an addition or an add-on. So we want them uh, to be fully integrated and to really understand not just what the university is about, but also the history of this university, the principles, what's important here. And then I think on a larger scale, um, University of Utah obviously is very important in Salt Lake City and the state. And so having them get exposed to the culture and the people around the university as well that ultimately give the university its life, uh, we think is important. So we spoke about how do we incorporate that exposure? You know, how do students um, who come here get to really see what happens on a day-to-day -day basis? What happens when they're not in the classroom on a Saturday and Sunday or a Tuesday night uh, when it's you know, hopefully not minus two degrees in the summer, but <laughs> but it might be a little chillier than they're used to. But the point is, uh, they have to you know get a full breadth of what the experience is like in that, those ten weeks. President Randall, you've been doing this for for quite some time. Meaning, be, being in the education system, you're now the president of the University of Utah. Your inauguration actually just happened this week. Um, I I wonder how you think about the future of education and how it's changed in your career? You know, um, we have a very different set of students um, now than we had perhaps 10 years ago. Um, and I, I look at it in a couple of ways. First of all, this is a group of students that takes information in via technology. So real life events are information in their hands real time. I think it has sensitized them to the world around them. Then you think about the major issues that they've gone through in, the, through in their life. I mean, they were born during 9-11, the Great Recession, uh, the racial incidents uh, surrounding George Floyd, uh, the COVID crisis. Though these are students that actually care much more about the world than perhaps you or I did. And it's mainly because they consume the world in a very different way. And so I think what we've got to do is provide them an experience that actually interacts and I am going to steal a phrase um, from President Frederick that I have learned while he's been here, and I, I hope he'll expand on it. But I think the reason this relationship works is I think we both believe that we're here to amplify each other's humanity. And that is actually probably the role of an educational institution. But I don't want to steal what he says about this because this is actually, I think this captures in essence what I think education should probably try to do. That's beautiful. What does that mean, amplify each other's humanity? You know, I, I think we live in a society now where we kind of respect each other, and it's also safe to just ignore each other, you know, to not bother each other, to not encroach in each other's space, as it were. And I think that that's a very low bar. As a matter of fact, I would say that that's a, probably an inappropriate bar. Uh, so when I talk about amplifying each other's humanity, I talk about the fact that we should get engaged with one another. We should learn about one another. We should learn about what our norms are. Um, not that we have to agree, or for that matter, even live it, but I think if we do that, uh, we really then build something better for all of us, as opposed to if we just say, well, that person lives on that other street, you know, that tree fell on their house, that has nothing to do with me, you know, yeah. the trees around me are not rotting, so I'm fine. And I think that we have to get out of that, we have to look at each other as neighbors and, and see the opportunity to do that. And I think the more we do that, uh, the better opportunity that we would have.
How did this uh, outside, like I understand like Sconard and his uh, board member and all that type of stuff, but what about the program attracted you uh, to make this partnership? Yeah, like I said, the first thing I would underscore is the academic excellence that occurs here at the University of Utah. Um, I think this is one of the gems of higher education. You look at the rankings of uh, the business school. Um, I personally have been here uh, to lecture um, in the medical school, and so and I'm also familiar with the Department of Surgery here. It's an excellent department. So I think that academic excellence is the first thing. I think the second thing is the desire and the willingness of the leadership um, to engage around the issue of um, equity, diversity, inclusion. I think it's very important uh, to meet leaders who do that. And every leader that I've met uh, while I've been here, and especially with President Randall, you know, I've seen that. And then the third thing, to be quite honest, is I think the opportunity. Uh, what's going on in Salt Lake City is something that I think we have to stop and take note of. It's a place of growth. Um, there's a lot of opportunity. There's a willingness in the ecosystem around startups and entrepreneurship. Um, and I think that's great. And um, if I can add on a fourth, Quite frankly, it's a great place to live, right? I, I think uh, the place around it, uh, if you, especially if you like outdoor life, I think that you could um, live miles away from Salt Lake City and be in a really nice, quiet space. Probably a great place to, to raise kids. So I think there's a lot about it to uh, make this a really, really rich partnership. Could you tell us, President Randall, what Impact H Plus U is? Kind of how this thing was developed and uh, what makes this program special? It started with a simple idea that if um, the university could act as, I would say, a catalyst to help companies in Utah attract um, diverse, and in this case particularly African-American talent, uh, to this growing economy and also retain it here, um, then you know, we would all be better off. And so essentially what we do is we go with a set of companies to Howard University interacting with, right now primarily, their engineering and business schools. Uh, we recruit students. They come out here. They certainly work in those individual companies, but they live here on campus. And then we try to curate a bit of an experience so they understand what the U Utah culture is, what the Utah community is. Um, and again, a lot of this has been just kind of carefully planned. Um, and thought through um, with the leadership of Howard University so that it could succeed. Um, what's been, I think, really, to me, rewarding is that there's a, a shared set of values between the two institutions, and hence, I think, by extension, the community. We care about entrepreneurship. We care about each other. Uh, we care about social impact. Uh, we care about things beyond, you know, just the, uh, the business and the transaction. We actually care about amplifying humanity. I want to go back to this idea of like, is this model that the two of you have uh, pioneered here, could it be used other places? Like, do you see like other HBCUs forming partnerships and getting involved with this type of a program or this exact program? Yeah, most certainly. I, I, I think I, it, can, it can be a model, but I think the key is that we get this right. So before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I think we have to make sure that we do this well. And we also have to demonstrate that we have results, right? So we, we are setting goals. We're certainly bringing students, um, but the reality is we have to be able to look back three to five years from now and hope that those students are coming back and taking jobs here and uh, working here, and even 10, 15 years down the road that they continue to stay here. They continue to see an opportunity 
um, that's here. And I think ultimately, we have to let those results um, speak to the rest of the ecosystem. And uh, hopefully, the rest of the ecosystem that we're in in higher ed will see this as a model and would certainly duplicate it. My final question for both of you is this, and that is, what message would you tell Utah, Utah's community, like Utahns themselves, particularly Silicon Slopes community, which, which, which I'm a part of, as to what's possible when uh, two communities like this come together? And uh, it's, uh, whether it's like a one plus one equals four type of a deal, or like, what, you know, what, what would be your message that you'd really want to resonate with this community and with, with Utahns? You want me to start? Or do you want to give that one a try? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give it a try first. Um, you know, I think what I'd, I'd tell Utahns is these are not easy um, relationships to get going because it takes all of us out of just the normal routine of daily life. So it begins with realizing that our community will be better with different voices in the community. And then it requires us taking time to say, I'm going to change my regular way of doing business uh, to try to invest in a different set of relationships. And again, I'm, when you talk about amplifying humanity, it actually means you're willing to engage. And you're going to take time out of busy schedules to try to change things. And um, to me, what's going to result from this is, at least I hope, is years from now, you, we will see leaders of industry and politics and our communities emerge from this relationship. And we'll look back and say, well, how did you get here? Well, it was H plus U. And I, you know, I'm, I'm very supportive of that, but I don't want to duplicate what was said, so I'm going to take a slightly different tack. Sometimes when we're trying to do things to change, and to bring about change, we think of the big things. We think of, you know, what, what are some of the systemic things that we can change. What I would encourage Utahns to do is to think of what they can do themselves every day. And my Amplify Humanity came from an experience being in an elevator in New York City in which uh, a gentleman came on the elevator. And like everybody does when somebody comes on the elevator, everybody looks down at their feet or their phone. You just check your phone. There's no new text. There's no new email. <laughs> but we just don't want to make that eye contact. And this guy came on the elevator and said hi to everybody um, on the elevator. I got off the elevator, I went to my wife and said, man, this guy came on the elevator, spoke to everybody. I was like, over the moon. And she was like, that's weird, New York City. I mean, <laughs> you should watch that guy carefully. And I was like, man, how cynical can we be? We left and went off for dinner that night, came back in, and guess who was on the elevator? The hello guy. And so he did the same thing, and I kept looking at my wife, and she got up there to me, and she's like, man, that was refreshing. <laughs> and the point being that it's simple, right? I mean, here's a guy who just got on the elevator and decided not to do what we all do. He looked each of us in our eyes and said, hi, how are you doing? Something was nice outside. And I think if Utahns think of what is the best thing that you can do, and that is to be welcoming, to be open, to be willing to have that engagement. Because I think when you meet my students, and yes, I'm biased, um, I think they have a lot to offer. Yes, yes, they will be academically bright. Yes, they'll do very, very well, whether it's in business and engineering. But most importantly, um, I think you'll see that they are really good people, and they really want to make a difference in other people's lives. And so I think if Utahns can be as welcoming to each other and to them, um, it creates an environment where they'll thrive. President Frederick, 
President Randall, thank you so much. I, I, I think this initiative is, is unbelievable. And the fact that two of you are sitting here today uh, is, is brings hope to the world. So thank, thank you both so much.